Hey there, welcome to the Redemption News Podcast. I'm Pastor Matt and today we're going to be talking about part four of the four-part sermon series that Pastor Josh has been doing called The Four Horsemen, which was um, actually part of part four of our vision month, which happened back in February 2021. And it's really amazing because like one sermon out of four sermons in our vision has turned into these four really powerful um, messages that Pastor Josh has been speaking about over the last couple of weeks. And we're just so blessed because God is really just teaching us things that help us to have our eyes just open to be, you know, awake to what's really going on around us and also to give us solutions to, to those things, you know. And so in uh, part four, we're talking about the last horse which is the black horse which comes to bring famine and what is famine famine is like poverty famine is when there's no resource there's no food there's 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 yeah it's just nothing to sustain us there's no sustenance there's it's just emptiness and so what is a, a massive picture of a area in famine is a desert because there's no crops there's no real growth happening there except for things that can maybe survive in extreme environments but a desert is a picture of famine because that is also something that can happen in like a um, a cropland or crop area so like imagine there's this huge area of lots of different farms and let's say that they're all growing maize or whatever and then a famine hits this this area or droughts and yeah droughts and famine hit this area and then suddenly they aren't able to grow corn there anymore and so you know, there's just this dry land, there's no no life happening there, no crops growing, and it's really, it's so dead that there's nothing actually surviving in that area, and so that area is in famine, and that that happens a lot in the world that we live in, and at the moment with how hard corona's been hitting the world, um, it's also created a lot of famine because it's hit the financial structures really hard. And so, um, yeah, we're just seeing the four horses attacking all, all around the world at the moment. And yeah, things are getting economically more and more strained. And that's because the world is in famine. And so how do we deal with famine is, is in, in the Bible, it's part of the vision. And it's really so awesome that God is just leading us into super practical answers to really super practical problems at the moment, really real problems actually have really real solutions and things that we can do and it's not about really us doing this us doing them with jesus because at the end of the day he's the answer and not us god's not giving us a 12-step program on how to not be poor but what he does tell us is super significant and really important because it's 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 from him it's it's something that that requires us to be in his presence all the time because if you're not if you're not spending enough time with god and you're not spending enough time just growing in his presence and making sure that you're developing your relationship with him, getting to know him more and more. And at the end of the day, you know, what is what is it? What good is it trying to get to know God? It's not so that, um, you know, we can just get stuff from him. But it's it's at the end of the day, you need to get to know God better because you need to build that relationship so you can build trust. Because it's hard to trust a God you don't really know. And so a big part of the vision this year is beholding Jesus. And beholding him is making him big. And if you're not 
like taking time out of your day to make sure that you're listening to the word or you're reading your Bible and actually spending time with God actively. It's not that he's going to curse you or anything because actually all the curses fell on Jesus Christ at the cross. He became a curse for us. God's not disappointed, but what you're losing out on is relationship and intimacy with someone who really, really cares for you and that has um, your best interests at heart. And so when God is trying to bring us answers, it's a lot easier to hear them when we know what his voice sounds like and we have better relationship with him um, and we're able to hear what he's telling us and listen to him and we're constantly being well informed by him and his spirit. Um, but if you're if you're never like if you never rock up at class and you never hear the work and you never hear those like um those tips that your teacher gives you about what's going to be in the exam or what's going to be in the next test um then you're not you're not going to be able to go into that test knowing what um what sections you should have studied or you know of course our friends will tell will tell us these days like if you miss class they'll probably tell you what's going on hopefully but i'm just using it as an example but um, if you're not in the if you're not in the space and you're not there to get that insight, so then it's going to be a lot more confusing. It's going to be a lot more difficult. So it's the same with God. When we spend more time with Him, first of all, we we see how just amazing He is. We see just how big He is. We see just how glorious He is and how capable He really is, and and just how amazing He is. Then then we're actually really able to to listen to him because we're like oh wow um you know i don't know everything about god but I, i've just spent so much time with him in his word and just seeking his character that i really believe that he is going to come through for me i really believe he's going to move powerfully in my life and that we're going to have a really good time together and so a big part of you know fighting against this black horse that brings famine and poverty is Firstly, intimacy with God and and with Jesus, because you need to have that relationship with Him. You need to be able to hear what He's saying to you, and yeah, walk walk closely with Him as you would with um, anybody you're ha- trying to have a significant relationship with, whether it's ha- having a best friend or having a uh, significant other or a spouse. If you want to get close to those people you have to spend lots of time with them and not just lots of time but lots of intentional time so it's sitting down and actually saying how do we have the best time together and how do we make sure that our relationship grows to the max you know and so they'll tell you well i enjoy doing these certain things and um i like it when people say these kinds of things to me and so you work you spend time with them according to their love languages and god's love language is just quality time so you sit down in his presence, you speak to him, you have conversation, you read his word, you learn about him more and more, and you'll just have this, this, you know, amazing relationship with him. And we're going to keep going into that in this, um, in this Sunday recap, because, um, it's all about, you know, the answer to poverty in this world is one of the four pillars, which we've been talking about. And what are the four pillars there? Apostles doctrine, um, fellowship then it's communion and it's prayer and so we know that there's four horsemen and there's also four um, like banners that are raised and there's four solutions for these four horsemen and so we know that the solution to to poverty is it's like it's not money obviously 
we need God to bring resources into our lives so that we we actually have you know currency to spend. But the solution to to poverty in the Bible is actually the Spirit, because what is the solution to famine in the desert? In the vision verses in Isaiah chapter forty three verse eighteen to nineteen, God says He's going to create rivers in the in the desert, and rivers bring life with them because they bring life giving water, and water is such an important part to any living organism no matter how big or how small we all need water so when when you you could be in a desert but wherever there's a river flowing through even if it's just on the each side of the banks for just a few tens or hundreds of meters on the other side of of a bank you'll see that that's where there's like a lot of life it's like an oasis so when we allow the Spirit of God to flow in our lives, because wherever there's water in the in the Bible and flowing water, it's a picture of, of the Spirit. Whenever we find flowing water, there's life. And so, actually, in, um, in the Bible, Jesus actually speaks to a lady, and she's t- telling God, telling Jesus that she doesn't really want to come to this well anymore because of certain reasons, and he's like, well, if you had the water that I would give you, it would it would actually well in well up inside of you, and you would never need water again. But he wasn't talking about like never being thirsty for physical water again. What he was saying is that the water that we need for like our souls and our spirits would be quenched because we would have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. So he was giving the promise of the Holy Spirit, and so when we let the Spirit flow in our lives, then there's water that comes into our lives because the Holy Spirit is that well of water that's inside of us and how do we use that well of water is when we pray and we pray especially when we pray in the spirit because we're activating the holy spirit and we're letting him pray through us the perfect um prayers from god and you know like whenever we pray we pray such shallow prayers sometimes and we we only pray about things that we can see from our perspective and you know there's nothing wrong with that like obvious honestly we need to always bring god um what's bothering us and we we need to talk to him we need to tell him about our days we need to ask help for in every area that um we're struggling with and stuff like if you have a test coming up you stuck you, you you're not very good at studying then ask god to help you in your studies ask god to help you with your discipline ask god to help you with certain concepts like there's nothing wrong with praying for those moments i'm saying that when we pray in our mother tongue in whatever language you pray in you pray from a very limited perspective because you pray from only yours. But when you pray through the Holy Spirit, when you pray in tongues, God actually prays from his perspective, which is seeing all perspectives. So like sometimes I always use this illustration is whatever room you're in right now, you can't physically see outside of that room unless you had cameras. But just for the illustration, you can't see what's outside your your door. You can't see what's around the corner. You can't see what's happening down the street and all that kind of stuff but god can see everywhere all the time so he has a much more comprehensive perspective he has a big picture perspective if we're building a puzzle um we only have one piece of the puzzle and he has the whole box and all the pieces so um when we pray in the holy spirit we're praying firstly from that well of life because water is life and the holy spirit brings life like supernatural life like imagine a rose that's in a pot and it's dead and everything's so dry around it the soil's super dry the leaves look like they're dying the rose looks like it's dying and as soon as you 
pour water in there it starts like not instantly but like if you go back to it like a couple of hours later it'll start looking a lot healthier again and that's what water does and that's what the holy spirit does in our lives whenever we give him a space to move he brings life to whatever we need him to bring life to and so the holy spirit's also like really amazing because he actually reminds us of certain things and that's why it's so good to to read the word because how can you be reminded of a bible verse you've never read um and like how can you remember certain situations or the words of jesus if you don't read the words of jesus and it's not condemnation it's just telling you get equipped equip yourself you know if you're gonna run a hundred meter race make sure you're fit make sure you're you're doing exercises that are making you quicker and more explosive so that when you run that race you can run it well and it's the same with um you know everyday life like we can't cry that god isn't helping us if we're not using the tools he's given us so let's just open the toolkit and let's get ourselves equipped. Let's go through the tutorials. Let's go through the motions of actually letting God speak to us and make us better and equip us in his word. So that when we do pray, when we do pray in the spirit, when we ask God for help in certain moments, he can actually bring to remembrance the things that we need to know for those moments. So if I'm going to go into a, 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 uh, like a final matric test uh, exam at the end of the year, I don't want to go into it having never studied and never gone to the classes because you're going to rock up at this exam and you're probably going to get one or zero out of a hundred percent. So what do you need to do is over time, you need to build up your understanding. You need to keep attending the classes. You need to keep going through the textbook. You need to keep going through the notes and just studying and making your mind maps or whatever you do. And then when the time comes for the test, for that moment, you actually have solutions because you've been through the material and with the word of God, it's like, just upskill yourself, give yourself the tools you need and the scriptures that you need to to move into those battles with God, because the battles are already won. But if you're not declaring that they're already done and you're not speaking certain scripture of your life in certain moments, then you're just going to be stressing when God is like, listen, the word is free and and I'm always here for you and I'm always trying to equip you and, and, and help you be victorious in every situation, but you're not using what I'm freely giving you. So be hungry to let God make you better for God to be able to bring ease into your life through his presence and through his word. And so there's this amazing verse in Romans chapter 8 verse 15, which tells us that we've been uh, ad adopted into the family of God, that we have a spirit of sonship and because we've been adopted into the family of God, we can call God Abba, Father. And Abba in Hebrew means Daddy. So it means that we literally have like a childlike relationship with Him, where we go to His presence and we and we, we don't just say, Oh yes, mighty Lord, and it's so big, and it's no relationship. It's He's your Father, and you have respect for Him. And there's also that, that super um, high amount of closeness and intimacy because you realize that you can actually be a child in his presence. You can tell him all about your day. You can cry in his presence and you also can know that he's going to love upon you. But also what do children get is that children get an inheritance. And so we're actually heirs of God. And if God is king, you know, we're almost like princes and princesses in Christ because Christ is um, the son of God. And we're all, he was the firstborn of many brethren. It says in the Bible in a certain translation and so we're brothers of Christ effectively. Um, and yeah, so we, God is our father and he has so much for us. 
And what the Holy Spirit does is that he tells us and he reminds us that we're children of God, that we're sons or daughters of God. And when we know that, we know that he's really looking after us because he's not concerned about us like we're a friend or an acquaintance um, that never talks to us. He's concerned about us like a father is concerned about his children. Uh, and how a mother also would just be really super concerned and involved in their children. You know how sometimes our parents are uh, like almost too involved and too close to us and they're kind of annoying, but it's because they love us. And it's the same with God. God is like really wants to be in our space and he is actually even more capable of helping us than our actual parents. And so we, we allow ourselves to be spirit led and and, and that allows us to make better decisions, which ultimately lead to better fruits and results because, um, the Holy spirit, it brings the fruits of Galatians, uh, five verse 22 to 23, you know, it's called the, those are called the fruits of the spirit. And again, it's fruit. You can't make fruits. You plant a tree, you water a tree, you make sure it's in sunlight, you make sure it's in good soil and eventually it will grow really big in its in its season and it will produce fruits on its own and it's the same with with god is we need to plant ourselves in him we need to plant ourselves in a local church so that we can be watered by the word of god and we can be planted in good soil and we can be given the light that comes from jesus because jesus says i'm uh, he is the light he is the light of the word and so he's our light as well he's the sun haha <laughs> so we let him be the light in our lives. And eventually, the more we just keep putting ourselves in his presence, the more we spend time with him, then fruit comes. And the fruit is that prosperity. It's that peace, that joy, that love, that kindness, um, the gentleness, the self-control, and all those good things. And that closeness with God will lead him to help you make better choices in terms of uh, correct answers, how to study better, how to be more disciplined when you need it, how to be, um, how to know when you shouldn't speak and when you should speak in someone's, uh, situation or life, you know, how to be a better friend to someone, how to be a better family member to someone, when you should, um, do something, when you shouldn't do something. And all that does is lead you to more and more prosperity and more and more life because he leads us in a life-filled way. He's not going to lead you into death. He's not going to lead you into more anxiety. He's going to lead you into peace. Peace is one of those big fruits of the Spirit. So when we walk closely with God, he will help us to make those better financial decisions. And he'll also be equipping us for the, those along the way, you know, like He'll lead people to put money in our hands. He'll lead us into the right jobs where we um, make um, better money or he'll lead us in our studies to go to the right university so that we study the right courses, so that we meet the right people, so that we make the right connections, so that we start at a good job that we wouldn't have had if we hadn't made those connections, you know. But all the complexities of this life, all the complexities that it takes to be successful, we don't need to think about that. Obviously, we can we can plan, but we plan with the Lord. You know, the Lord will lead you where to go when you plan with him and he'll tell you what your next steps are. But at the end of the day, he's the one that needs to know the complexities, not me. He needs to take responsibility for my victory, not me, because it, whenever you take responsibility for something that's failing in your life um, in terms of like 
uh, I, I need to make sure I pick the right university so that I do go to the right courses and I, uh, I study really, really hard and I have this plan so that eventually I can get a really good job so that I can make sure that I can have my own place and, and buy a car and whatever. Like That's not the stress that he wants you to have. Those are not the things he wants you thinking about. He just wants you thinking about him and him being involved in each task along the way, him being involved in each step along the way, and then he's going to lead you into uh, the prosperity that 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 the white that that black horse doesn't want us to have the black horse comes to bring famine but god comes to bring um you know harvest he comes to bring huge crop and huge um you know just goodness and life in our lives but that just comes by spending time with the uh, with him in the holy spirit and letting his word wash over us and so pastor josh also said that you know mountains move in our lives when we line up with with god that was in zachariah 4 verse 6 from last year's vision in mountain move but it's when we focus on the spirit and we listen to the spirit that we see mountains move you know and in colossians 3 verse 12 to 15 it talks about um like god and his spirit ruling in our lives and that rule is like an umpire he tells us yes and no and when things are all right and when they're not so the holy spirit will come alongside to help us he's the helper he's the comforter and he is the one that is going to make you hit your goals. He's going to help you in just any situation where you need help. And even where you don't need help, you know, like the Holy Spirit it boosts our strengths, but he brings up our weaknesses and he helps us where, where we're failing and he picks us up in, in our trenches, you know. So the more we allow God to get into our space and deal with the things that need to be dealt with in our lives and um, you know, we we allow him into those spaces where we're lacking and not doing well, then he brings the life. He'll turn those things around. He'll help you achieve the marks you want to achieve. He'll help you with those concepts that you're struggling with. He'll help you with your family. He'll help you with your friends. Wherever you see famine in your life, wherever you see lack, wherever you see like a desert area, God is the one that brings that water of life. He's the one that's going to turn things around, not you. So uh, just allow him to love upon you and build a relationship with him because you won't be able to trust him and, and believe in the things that he has for you when you don't spend enough time with him and get to know him. It's so much easier to trust someone that um, you spend time with getting to know them and making sure that there is that bit of relationship, there is that bit of, you know, familiarity and we just need to familiarize ourselves with god and the easiest way to do that is to look at jesus because jesus said if you've seen me you've seen the father so when you spend time reading about jesus in matthew mark luke and john you're getting to know god you're getting to know jesus and it's and it's super simple so i hope that this really uh loved helped you and blessed you and that you really just feel loved by god because he really does have such amazing plans for you he really does want to move so powerfully and wonderfully in your life he really has the best intentions for you the more you think you want to be successful you think you want to be healed god wants those things for you more than you want them for yourself and so i hope you have an amazing time ahead of you if this really blessed you send it on to someone that may be struggling and that needs to hear some answers from god or you just have someone on your heart and think you think this would bless them just send it to them the best thing that can happen is that god speaks to them and the worst thing that can happen is that maybe they, um it wasn't for them and that's totally fine but um yeah uh send us your testimonies if you have any, have any testimonies at youth at redemptionchurch.co.za 
or DM us on our Instagram page, get in touch with us, get into community. If you aren't in one already, we'd love to have you in one of our small groups and we'd love to just chat to you, connect with you and make sure that you're absolutely thriving. 